Welcome to the Hustle Sanely podcast, a show that equips you to leave overwhelm behind and step into a life of peaceful productivity. Around here, we believe it is totally possible to pursue our goals without feeling burnt out, overwhelmed, or sacrificing our mental health and relationships. I'm your host and productivity expert, Jess Massey. Now let's get into today's episode. Hey, hey, Hustle Sanely Squad, and welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for being here, and happy July. What the heck? It is July. But I had so much fun with the podcast Hustle Sanely BFFs on Monday's live stream yesterday. They voted to do a Q&A, so I spent 30 minutes answering questions with them on Zoom. And y'all, it is just so cool to actually get to hang out with some of you guys virtually in that way, like face-to-face, having conversation. It fills my cup so, so much. And I tell my Hustle Sanely BFFs, this all the time, but it truly means so much to me when you choose to invest in me and in this podcast by pledging $8 a month to be a BFF. And I'm just saying the July planning page that all BFFs get, it's really cute, okay? I design a new planning page every month and it's only available on Patreon and they're always my favorite because I just feel like they have a little bit more personality than the ones in my Etsy shop. Like they're hand drawn. So they just have a little bit of umph, you know, a little pizzazz, if you will. But honestly, the podcast is one of the most time consuming parts of my job and being compensated for it makes me feel so loved and so appreciated. So thank you guys so much. I don't take it lightly and I don't take it for granted. But anyway, today I want to chat about something that makes a lot of people squirm. We're talking about boundaries. We're going to kind of talk about what they are, why you need them, and how you can set them because you know that I cannot leave you without a solid set of action steps, right? So I feel like summertime, so right now, is a great time to define your boundaries because then come fall when I feel like most people get busier, like their schedules are just fuller because it's back to school, all that good stuff. You have your boundaries set and you've been practicing them so you'll be more inclined to stick to them. In week three of the Hustle Sinley program, we talk all about boundaries and anytime that I talk with Hustle Sinley students or even my friends like in real life about boundaries, it tends to ruffle feathers, which we're going to talk about why I think that happens in just a second. But I want to let you know that if you missed out for enrolling in the Hustle Sinley program, I'll be reopening enrollment in October. So head over to jessicamassey.com slash hustle sanely program and add your name to the wait list. It's at the very top of the page and you will be the first to know when the doors are open again, which side note here, this is very irrelevant, but why do we say when the doors open when it comes to virtual programs? Can anyone explain that to me? I hear people saying it all the time and I mean, obviously I just said it too, but it makes no sense. Okay. Anyway, moving on to boundaries. Like I was saying, talking about boundaries tends to ruffle feathers, right? Um, Like what I mean by that is people tend to get kind of defensive when we're talking about boundaries. So before I go on, I want you to take a deep breath, like for real, pause, deep breath in, let it out. Okay, now unclench your jaw, 
shake out any tension that you're holding in your body. And I want you to position yourself to receive today's episode with an open mind and an unoffendable spirit, okay? I am sharing this information with you because I love you and I know that it's going to help you. This is in no way me pointing a finger at you or anything like that. Honestly, I'm still working on nailing down my own boundaries, and it really is a practice to implement them, okay? And what I mean by that is we have to choose our boundaries every single day. We cannot just apply them one time and then, okay, we're set forever. Like, it doesn't work that way. They're constantly going to be tested, constantly going to be pushed, and constantly they're going to need us to choose to enforce them. Okay, so let's define what I mean by boundaries so we're all on the same page here. A boundary like straight up from dictionary.com is defined as something that fixes a limit or extent. So when it comes to setting boundaries in our lives, their purpose is to help us protect our time, energy, our hearts, our mental health, all of that kind of stuff. Boundaries are actually a form of self-care if you really think about it. And there are tons of different types of boundaries that we can create, right? So there are time boundaries, energy boundaries, relationship boundaries, work boundaries. And in just a little bit, we're going to talk about how you can figure out what kind of boundaries you need to create. One thing I want to touch on before we go any farther is busting the idea that boundaries are selfish. They are the opposite of selfish, you guys, because boundaries are what equip us to show up well for our lives. When we have boundaries in place, we can operate in our daily lives from a healthy mindset. We're able to pour into people and projects with our best energy because we're not wasting energy on things that are outside of our boundaries. Boundaries are sometimes seen as negative, which is honestly why I think people get so touchy talking about them, but they're they're sometimes seen as negative because they're limiting, right? When you think of boundaries, you think of keeping something out or keeping something away. But I want to challenge you. I challenge you to shift that thinking and instead view them as protecting what's inside, like your mental health, your heart, and your sanity, hello, (laughs) rather than emphasizing what's on the outside. I hope that makes sense but kind of making that mindset shift has really helped me get excited about setting boundaries instead of feeling like kind of touchy about them. At the end of today's episode, I'm going to be sharing some more concrete examples of boundaries. So if you are listening and you're just, you feel a little lost about how to actually set boundaries for yourself, like you're like, okay, I get how to do it, but like, what is an example? Listen until the end, because I'm going to share five of my own personal boundaries with you. But now that you know what boundaries are, let's talk about why you need them. I touched on this earlier a little bit, but having boundaries in place helps you spend your time and energy where they matter. It's so easy for us to go through the motions of every day, just kind of doing anything and everything that is asked of us because we don't want to let people down. I can totally relate to that. I used to be so scared of letting others down. I am a self-proclaimed recovering people pleaser over here. But, and this is based on real life conversations that I've had, people actually respect you more when you have boundaries. We expect people to get upset with us if we have to decline something. But if you present it as not letting them down, but instead as honoring a promise that you made with yourself to stick to your boundaries, chances are 
are, they're going to be in your corner and want to support those boundaries you've created too. Listen, if you don't set boundaries for yourself, someone is setting them for you. You have boundaries. They just might not be what you want them to be. And I bet that the people who are setting your boundaries for you don't have as much consideration for your vision, your time, or your energy as you do. You have got to take ownership of your life and create boundaries so you can go through your days from a place of energy instead of from a place of being burnt out and overwhelmed. Not having boundaries is a good way to overfill your plate, which we all know in Hustle Sanely land leads to burnout and overwhelm. And real quick, most people listening to this are adults, okay? I hope, I think, I'm pretty sure, (laughs) which like I said a few episodes ago, If you're an adult, that means it's your responsibility to create and implement boundaries, okay? You don't have your mom and your dad over you or your parent or your guardian telling you what to do and what not to do. You have to make that distinction yourself. When you're protective of your time and energy because of the boundaries you have in place, your best effort is going to be going toward the things inside your boundary lines, which are the things that point back to the vision that you have for your life. Imagine giving your family and your friends the best of yourself instead of what's left over, the crumbs at the end of the day after you've poured yourself out to every single thing that's been asked of you. You'll have vigor to laugh and enjoy your family after work. You'll be able to work on your side hustle without your eyelids attempting to clamp shut from exhaustion. You'll be living from a place of purpose and thriving instead of just surviving each and every day. You know what boundaries are and why you need them now, but I think you need some action steps, right? How do you actually create boundaries? So I want you to buckle up because I have got a list of steps for you. I've broken this up into four steps, so let's jump in. Hey, really quick, before we finish up this episode, I wanted to ask you for a favor. Can you please head on over to iTunes and rate and review the podcast? My husband and I put so much work into creating it for y'all every single week, and it would mean the world to us to get your feedback. So press pause, go leave us a raving review, and then imagine me hugging you right through your phone screen. All right, let's get back into the show. The first part of setting boundaries is, and I'm sure you're going to be so shocked to hear this, but it's to get clear on your vision. I'm pretty sure this is the first step to anything Hustle Sanely related that I tell you about. But seriously, friends, having a clear vision of what you desire for your life makes doing everything else so much more fluid because you can identify what aligns with that and what doesn't. So if you haven't taken the time to get clear on your vision, do that first. And if you do need a little bit of support, head over to episode 31 of the podcast, which I'll have linked in the show notes for you, and we will get you well on your way to being crystal clear on what kind of life you want. So that's step number one. Super simple, right? Get clear on your vision. Step number two to setting healthy boundaries is take inventory of where your time and energy are going right now. Does this sound familiar? All of these things are such foundational things 
that we do when we're hustling sanely and they all kind of tie together. So I think that's really interesting. So to talk more about just taking inventory of where your time and energy are going and how it pertains to boundaries. A lot of us feel like we're going, going, going all day. But when you sit down at the end of it all, you can't for the life of you recollect what you did. That's because we're so accustomed to going through the motions without being truly mindful of what's going on. We live in such a fast paced society and we have to actively choose to not get swept up in that and to instead stay grounded and focus on what we're doing. If we're not aware of where our time and energy are going, as in at the end of the day, you can't even remember what all you did or you're struggling to figure out why the heck you're so tired, but yet you didn't get closer to your goals or the vision you have for your life, then we can't set boundaries to help us. You've got to know where the deficit is in order to close that deficit gap, you know? So you need to take inventory of where your time and energy are going right now so you can see where boundaries need to be created. Okay, so next up, step number three, now that you know where your time and energy are going, you can identify what is sucking up your time and energy. I want you to call out what is draining you, but is not getting you closer to where you're trying to go. So this is an example that I have for you. When I was in grad school, it drained me, but it was also getting me closer to my goal of becoming an SLP, which obviously my goals have since changed, but it's just an easy example for me to kind of lay everything out for you. So in that case, I I wouldn't stop going to class even though it was draining because it was, but it was also in the long term getting me closer to my goal of graduation, right? I can't graduate if I stop going to class. Clearly, I'm an example of that. Um, But instead, I'd assess what was surrounding feeling drained from going to class. So I had to ask myself questions like, was I getting enough sleep? Was I taking time to step away from technology before class started? Because my classes were like live online classes. So if I was on my laptop all day and then had to sit there for three more hours for class. It was really intense on my eyeballs and on my brain. And then I would ask myself questions like, was I taking care of my body by fueling it with healthy nutrition and getting in regular workouts so I'd have the physical energy to be present during class? Was I cramming too much into my schedule leading up to class? So do you see what I mean? You have to get to the root of why something is draining you if you really want to remedy it. Don't feel guilty for guarding your energy. I'm going to say that again. Don't feel guilty for guarding your energy. You have to guard your energy if you want to show up well for yourself and the important people in your life. Which actually leads us into the fourth step of creating healthy boundaries, and that is communicate them. I like to do this for two reasons. Number one, when I tell my husband and my close friends about boundaries that I've set for myself, you better believe that they are holding me accountable to maintaining those boundaries. Like if I tell Adam, my husband, that I'm not working one day and I end up like sneaking off into my office, he will straight up call me out like, hey, babe, I thought you said you weren't working today 
today. So sharing your boundaries with people that you trust is a great way to stay accountable to them. And then next, you have to communicate your boundaries to people. And I've talked about this on another podcast episode before, but you cannot expect others to know the boundaries that you've set for yourself if you don't explicitly lay them out, which means they won't respect them because they don't know that they exist. Now, whenever you're communicating your boundaries, it's super tempting to be vague because you feel bad or guilty or whatever it is. But remember that boundaries are protecting your mental health, your heart, and your overall well-being, honestly. So don't be vague when you communicate them. Lay them out, shoot them straight. And I'm going to give you an example, okay? You don't want to back yourself into a corner by saying something like, oh, I can't volunteer next Sunday because I have plans with my family every Sunday evening. But if you can't find anyone else, let me know. No, don't do that. You're leaving the door open for that boundary to be crossed. Instead, say something like, thank you so much for offering. My family and I have a commitment with one another to spend Sunday evenings making dinner together. So I'm going to have to decline because it's important to me to make sure that my family knows they are a top priority to me. So I call that a no script. And I talk about those in the Hustle Sanely program. So if you don't have a no script, write one and then practice it so that when you're faced with a situation where you have to present your boundaries, you are confident in your delivery. And I also want to point something else out. Sometimes you don't need a no script. You can just say no and be done with it. But I know sometimes if someone that you really care about comes to you and they're wanting you to do something, it's on your heart to explain. Like you want to be like, hey, I love you but this is where I'm at right now. But sometimes if it's someone that you don't know that well or just depending on the situation, sometimes a straight up no is enough. So to recap, the four steps to creating healthy boundaries. Step one, get clear on your vision. Step two, take inventory of where your time and energy are going. Step three, identify what is draining you but not getting you closer to your vision. And step four, communicate them. And to wrap everything up, I thought it would be helpful if I shared a few of my own boundaries just to kind of get your wheels turning. So I wrote out five and I'm going to read them to you now. Number one, I don't check my email or social media for the first hour of the day. This allows me to set the tone for my day instead of feeling pulled in 15 different directions or just straight up wasting time at the very beginning of the day. Y'all know that my mornings are sacred to me and I don't want them to be tainted by me scrolling a screen. So that's my first boundary. Number two, I have the notifications on my phone turned off. The only two that I have on are phone calls and text messages. And I do this so that I'm not constantly on my phone. It allows me to choose when I'm checking my phone instead of little dings and red bubbles determining my day for me. So that's number two. Number three, I don't eat out more than two times per week unless I'm on like vacation or something because I know that I feel my best when I'm prepping my meals at home. So that's number three. Number four, I don't commit to things in the moment unless it's a for sure, without a doubt, Heck yes, but I always tell people that I will check my calendar and let them know if I can commit to whatever they are asking. And then the fifth boundary of mine that I am going to share with you, I take one night a week for me time. 
I am an introvert, which a lot of people are surprised by that, which I don't know why I am. I am a an introvert to my core and I need this time to rest and recharge after pouring my energy out all week. Adam and my friends know that I need one evening a week to just do my own thing. So those are just five examples of boundaries that I have in my life. Obviously, I have more, but hopefully this kind of gave you an idea if you just needed a little like boost in writing some of your own boundaries. But that's it for today's episode, babe. Again, thank you so, so much for always letting me speak into your life every single Tuesday or whenever you listen. I don't take that lightly at all. And I'm praying that each week's content blesses you in big ways. I love you so much and I will talk to you so soon. I so appreciate you tuning in to today's show. I hope that it blessed you right where you're at. If you did enjoy it, take a screenshot of the episode and share it on your Instagram story along with your biggest takeaway. Make sure you tag me at Jess M. Massey so I can see it and share on my story too. Your feedback is such an encouragement to me and it helps the show more than you will ever know. If you want more Hustle Sanely in your life, head on over to jessicamassey.com. It's actually my favorite place to hang out online. I'll meet you right back here next week. And until then, keep hustling sanely.